up to the skies and see I'm just a poor boy I need no sympathy Because I'm easy come, easy go Uh, but I mean, I was actually just thinking recently, it, it, was, it was a rural town at the time, uh, and I used to be interested in shooting at that time, and it was a place where you could on a Sunday morning either go fishing or shooting, walk up the main street with your shotgun under your arm, uh, and buy the local paper in the shop and, and head off home. I, I don't think you could probably do that nowadays. I'd say my, 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 my father was pretty conservative, uh, or mildly conservative. He, he was of his, his age. Uh, my mother, who's still alive, would be um, more thoughtful in terms of how she viewed society and how she she viewed, she read a great deal. Um, I often think she was actually kind of a, she was a civil servant and I think she was a victim of that sort of marriage ban at the time and the sort of restriction uh, on women's lives because she got into adult education at a later stage in her life and blossomed quite considerably in terms of, I'd say she's probably better read than I am at this stage, but there again, I'm a journalist and we don't do reading anymore. But my father was a painter and decorator and uh, my mother was, was a homemaker. We had a garden of an acre it was one of those sort of um, old-fashioned cottages that you know where uh, it came with a pigsty though we didn't keep pigs thankfully uh, but we had a garden of about it must have been an acre it, it seemed like the end of the world to me when I was seven or eight and had to go and dig it and dig manure into it for uh, the potatoes and all the rest of it um, you know I mean you, you, you get a lot of things where you know you're told that you should have emotional conversations with your parents and so forth and all the rest of it and look into your feelings um, yeah, and certainly there would have been a time when you would have said or thought that should be the case I'm not again I'm not so clear now my in my own head as to how I think relationships are formed without the necessity to, to verbalise every single thing. It's a long way from sort of sex in the city to being brought up in Minute in the 1980s and 70s. Um, probably what strikes me about the modern world is, is, is the absence of time as such, uh, in, in, in the sense that, say, with my upbringing, you know, your, your father left early in the morning and you were very conscious of that, uh, but he arrived back at five or six and his day was done. Uh, one of the features of modernity is the, is, is the sort of erosion of free time. Uh, by the nature of work, by the nature of the recession and so forth, and it's certainly something that you would resent in that regard, uh, is the implacable advance of, I suppose for want of a better phrase, of, uh, of high capitalism into, into the lives of citizens and, and, and the lives of people and how people and citizens, and I mean I do not have a bad lifestyle, but people and citizens are seen as disposable units. Take flight If the wind don't 
catch you, I will, I will Well, I remember it because um, it was, um, we used it as, I mentioned earlier, we ran in an election uh, and it was, um, we used it as a sort of campaign tune uh, and it was an interesting time and I hadn't been involved in politics until running for that particular uh, Students' Union election and we were actually quite an eclectic crew. It was kind of a, a bit like the current coalition. It was a crossover between Finnegal uh, and the Finnegal and uh, it would have been then Democratic Left. Uh, but um, we also had, um, I was at the time living with, uh, my parents had moved away at that stage, I was living with two uh, German students uh, who had one of these uh, Volkswagen Beetles sort of 1960s thing uh, with peace and love and all the rest of it written across it. So uh, it was it was kind of an interesting sort of sight wandering down minutes at that particular time. In fact, uh, a gentleman at the time who who was known to um, to frequent the pub a lot, we, we nearly killed the poor man uh, because um, he was... Um, wandering down the street earlier when we, when we went for our first run uh, and uh, we, we, we started off the thing right behind them the sort of speakers and all the rest of it and he, he just dropped to the ground <laughs> but he lived which was great it's a beautiful day for jumping and nothing here to keep you back I'll make it safer for you your parachute is on your back Well, yeah, funnily enough, we, we met in Portlaoise, uh, or not in Portlaoise, sorry, we, we, met, in, uh, we met in Minute, uh, um, uh, in uh, the pub there, the, the, the Roost, and the things evolved as, I suppose, things evolve. She's now a wife, and <laughs> we have two children, yeah. and we still talk to each other. Um, well, she wouldn't be particularly fascinated by Leinster House. She would be kind of, um, she would be of the tribal wing of politics. Sam, she's from uh, the blue shirt wing of things, uh, and um, you know that 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 is as far. She doesn't want, like a Celtic supporter or a Rangers supporter, she doesn't want the details too much. She's going to vote for Fine Gael, and that's it. Um, as I suppose one of the more entertaining features of, for example, the two children is that um, they uh, that, that a couple of years ago they were looking at the television, and this is when still Mr. Mr. Cowan is still in power. Uh, and they said, who's that? And I said, oh, that's Biffo. I said, he's the boss of the country. And um, they said, is he all right? And I couldn't resist it. I said, oh, Biffo's a grand fellow. And then Ender Kenny came up and I said, that's Ender Kenny. He's the enemy of Biffo. And they were in their sort of Spider-Man phase of heroes and villains. Uh, and they decided that they would take Mr. Cowan as being the hero of the country and he would be the sort of political equivalent of Spider-Man and that um, Mr. Kenny was um, the, the other side of things. So I have encouraged that sense. And as uh, you know, the, the, the blue short line I think has, has has been broken. They they are still to this day proud to say that they are Biffo men. Uh, oddly enough, the first week I, I came, I didn't even have I didn't have a typewriter. I didn't um, have a computer or anything like that. I had a girl in minute who would type out what I had did what I had done in longhand. And uh, my first week was the um, fall of Albert Reynolds' government, and I wandered out of there on Thursday, just saying to myself, "God, I haven't got a clue what went on what went on there, but hopefully things will improve, and I'll understand it." And I'm there 15 years later, and I still wander out at the end of each week, scratching my head, saying, "What on earth happened in there this week?"
chance 